sure. What you need to know for? Just curious, that's all. Is that her right there? Is that the yeah? Yeah. Uh, I told you. Get that those. That's fine. Hey, you get used to it. It's okay. Yeah. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna find out real quick. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> my, my, my podcast juice. So turn it up a little bit. Say you know, let, let the jokes fly. It's all good. <sighs> he might try and censor you, but I won't let him. So it's all, it's okay. It's Listen, all good. I literally <clears throat> gave you free reign last week. It should be free reign every day, all weekend, <laughs> all day, every day. Okay, then no question. Did you let it be there? I'm just saying because right. you, you did edit me one time. So. I had to. No, you didn't. I felt like I had to. <sighs> I'm trying to. I'm trying to help I, you. A lot of times I feel like I got to put you in the headlock, but I don't. I mean. If you got it, I tell niggas on Twitter, hey, if you knock me out, I'm gonna just get back up and keep talking shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's not gonna stop. <laughs> you gotta kill me. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you fucked up Shardy's world, y'all. Yeah. It happens. Had to do what I had to do. Ellie, bring us in. The South Congress podcast is a lifestyle show that sometimes crosses over into mature territory. The views expressed are those of the host and guests who come from different backgrounds and experiences. Listener discretion is advised. This is South Congress podcast, episode 59. My name is Cameron. And I'm Peanut. Skiski. And we joined by my man, Mo. <laughs> um, it's it's kind of cool how it came about. We um, were out to a dinner celebrating... Um, friend of ours uh gender reveal everybody's really excited about that so you know we it's it's funny i think most podcasts that are good are really just friends talking about friends stuff can you wait five seconds to to open up the jello shots while i get this story off while i introduce our guest you can do what you gotta do (laughs) Don't, don't, don't mind me here so no we were at a um like a gender reveal dinner and you know it's I think most podcasts that are good are mm-hmm. people just having conversation. It was guys out talking about guy stuff. Um, and you did me a, a great service, Peanut, by mm-hmm. I asked you to watch something that was like lengthy and detailed. And you were like, yo, I'm, I'm going to watch it. And I got opinions on it. So we talked about that. And then mm-hmm. my man said he watched it too. So I was like, yo, let's get a third perspective in on this. So yeah, happy to have my man Moa aboard. We, we have these conversations all the time. So yeah. it's cool to like Absolutely. put one on tape. Right. Glad to be here. For real. Glad mm-hmm. to be here. Glad to have you here. So before we get into kind of the specifics, let's mm-hmm. open the show like we open every show. Tell me about your week, sir. Uh, it was all right. Had another uh, bad track meet with... Bad. I was explaining that to Faye. No, no, the, the, this this another, week was, you ate another one. No, it was worse than last do? week. Well, so my girls doing the four by two, and literally um, a girlfriend of the team walked right in front of uh, one of my girls as she was getting removed to get the baton. So impeded, you know, fucked up the whole handoff, and I'm yelling like, "Hey, that's impede, that's DQ," and they're just like, "What?" And I was like, "Hey, that's DQ." And it goes the other girl. He goes, "Hey, did you see?" It? She's like, "No, I wasn't paying attention." I just kind of yelled out loud, "Like you gotta be shitting me," you know, kind of thing. And then mm-hmm. he, he talked. Him and I talked it over, 
And he tried to have some lame excuse, like they're middle school, this and this. And I was like, but you know, some of these coaches, they don't, maybe don't really know track. What does that have to do with me though? I know track. What does that have to do with me? Like, you know, but it was just very frustrating because like I said, I just felt more bad because my girls like they're working their ass off. And then for bullshit like this continuously happen, like it's, you know, I can tell they're getting frustrated, but I mean, other than that, I mean, week was good. I mean, I got free barbecue out of it, so I wasn't too pissed. How many more meats do you have? We have officially, we have this week, spring break, and then next week we're done. I'll have two. I'm done. Okay. I'm done coaching for the year, and I can focus on uh, getting more video bod ready. But I'm not going to stop myself out like you, so that's the only difference. <laughs> why, I'm still, still going to wear t-shirts. Why do I have to be part of the conversation? Yo, man. Because you're always part of the conversation. Because you always put yourself out there. <laughs> I haven't done same, anything. Same. Might, might delete later. <laughs> don't don't, don't help her, bro. Don't do it. Yep. Hey, man. I'm just t- literally, not even a week ago, I was telling my girl, like, yo, I have to check myself. I can't even check his stories. <laughs> See, you think he's right? Do it in the mirror hard. I get it. Thoughting it up. Thoughting it up, man. Oh, ja Rule living it up, you thoughting it up. <laughs> <laughs> ja Rule's also still in shape and it's weird. Nah, this, I see what this is going to be already. This is the last hey, guest we had. You definitely got your fire fist body on point. Oh, I ain't mad at you, man. We're going to sell tickets to the apartment. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all come through be part of the show. Hey, man. Hey, Y'all come so. through. I'm be shirtless and Cam definitely ain't going to be here be at the park somewhere <laughs> sauced up. Some more other than helping Peanut with his evil hours your week. Man, you know, it was good. I can't complain. You know, a lot of work. Spent all day in dad mode. My son had a tournament, so that that went all right. Yeah. Pretty, pretty Monday. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, last time we talked was what? We did the show Sunday? Or did we do this one on Saturday? Um, I feel like we did it early but didn't go anywhere. Like, we did it, like, Saturday afternoon. Yeah, yeah, it was Saturday. Uh, yeah. Saturday, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was Saturday. Normal weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, work week was pretty slow. Um, outside of that, like I, I had a bunch of interesting conversations that, like some of them we've talked about, some of them we haven't. Mm-hmm. So I think we've just got to that point where people listen to us, and that show we did with Joe, it changed a lot. It changed a lot of stuff. That's good. Um, and let me try to explain. So me and Lee uh, got together today to Fuck kick Lee. it. Right? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Fuck our guest. Me and Lee got together. <laughs> And so we go to uh, Kung Fu, and I see my friend Abigail there, who I used to work with. Okay. So I see her, and she's on one side of the room, and Joe, from episode 54, is on, like, roughly the same part of the room. Yeah. So I see Abby first. I'm like, hey, Abby, what's up? And I'm talking to her and her girl, and then I see Joe on the other side. I'm like, hey, Joe. And Abby's like, hey. Is that Joe from your show? And I was like, yeah. And you know, Ab- Abby's a lesbian. Like Abby don't care about say it, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think shout that out to lesbians. shout out to lesbians, right? <laughs> and so I, th- I think we, we do this show and we talk about being inclusive and we talk about having friends from different backgrounds and lifestyles and ideals. But I think you can talk and talk and talk and talk, and it's just talk. I think people saw us talking to Joe, yeah. and it changed a lot. Like a lot of people's perspective, like they realize that we're not just talking inclusivity, like we mean it. Like these are real conversations we're having. Absolutely, just and like so with sponsors. It was cool that she saw mm-hmm. us with Joe and knew, and like we could have that conversation there. Yeah, absolutely. So that was dope. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's good. And the reason I say it changed stuff, like um, 
my friend, uh, I call her Big Al for reasons, but Big Al was like, yo, I want to talk to you about a show. Well, I call her Big Al because her name's really Becca, and I'm not calling her Becca. Why not? Cause just call. Why not? I'm not calling her Becky. Call her Becky. I, I call. Well, I, I, I call her Becky. Becky. Becca. She's gonna listen to this. She's a Becky. But I'm not gonna. Call, I, thought, <laughs> I was like, I'm not. I'm not calling you. At, Becky. Fir- at first, I thought you said big, big ass. Al. At first, like what? No, I'm not. Her big Al. I'm not doing that. Oh, I but um, big Al once he was cool. Big Al, yeah. Big Al, man. So, uh, <laughs> I'm, we're having a conversation, and she wants to do a show on like maybe it's on our network, maybe not, but she wants us to help develop it about like true crime in the hill country. About like stuff that wasn't solved. That's dope. It's really cool, right? It's a great idea. And so we were talking about it, and I was like, yo, that's probably not a weekly show. Like mm-hmm. that's probably like a monthly or bi-monthly thing, because you gotta do a lot of research. But it was it was like a dope idea. And I thought it was cool that we're the type of platform that somebody could come to us and be like, yo, like that's something I wanna do. We can definitely pick that show up. That would be really cool, right? Yeah. And so another idea was um Long Chain trying to kill us is all right. good. A friend of mine <laughs> is a waitress at and a gentleman's club, right? Hmm. And they're looking to rebrand. Um, they're hmm. looking to do some renovations and stuff. Oh, okay. And so they were like, yo, like we what would you think about doing a show from RVI? Yes. Indeed. <laughs> yo, and it's like Yes. Yo. <laughs> Wait. Did, I do should we, be there as well. Do we have to pay or no? We wouldn't no. have to pay. Oh fuck yeah, it. yeah, we're there. We're yeah. there. But you, you don't have to pay, but you gotta pay. Yeah, yeah. We were, yo, no, I was fine. Yo, I was killing no, I, you, boy. If I have to pay, I was like, yo, I'm there. Peanut, we can't have Peanut like free in the strip club. <laughs> He's gonna have, gonna have three wives. Nigga, the podcast Man. gonna fall off so bad. No, it won't. <laughs> but no, my, my biggest thing was we we would if we did it video, we'd mm-hmm. have to find a way to keep it classy because like. Well, we can't film them while they're working. Well, of course not. Like, we can't flip the camera yeah. over. But I'm like, even if it's in I the VIP be. area, it's kind of like, how do we make sure this is, like, on the up and up? Because as, much as, you, as much as you want to be one, we're not, like, a shock podcast. No, no, no. We're not like, but we have them semi-dressed. And no, this. and we also have, that's like... inclusive. <laughs> yes, that's very... But we also have careers to protect, too. You know what I mean? Oh, like, true, true. We, we yeah. have that. So true. It, it's about finding a way to do it to where it's still on the up and up. So that's, I mean, that's a great task to try to figure out, you know, but it also sounds really fun. Oh, hell uh, yeah. <laughs> I, that's like Jungle Jim's Playland for me right there. Well, jungle Wow. So uh, that, that was cool. So to bring all this to right now, I'm talking to Joe. And Joe's like, I sent him um, some of the video what we took, and we're talking about his show. So he actually wants us to do a show either with him uh-huh. or um, kind of produce him talking about the reaction from his live show. And I was like, yo, Peanut would love that. He had some interesting things to say about you. what I do? He noticed that you didn't ask him a bunch of questions on the show. But he was like, yo, I, I think he didn't know what to ask. True. And he wanted to listen and absorb and learn. And I was like, yeah. But yeah. I, I gave you credit because I told him I was like, "Yo, we probably wouldn't have went to the show if Peanut didn't say we needed to be there to support." So that was it was great. All I around. want my goddamn third drink still. <laughs> I feel <laughs> I feel robbed. Bro, they gave us uh, it robbed. was twenty dollars to go to my man's show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like uh, VIP. He does a spoken word show, um, just talking about uh, like love and sex and relationships in the gay community, right? right? So we went to his show and they gave us a wristband that had three free drink tickets. 
two of them are on one side of the van and there's one on the other. He didn't see the other. <laughs> he was so mad. Uh, he was up there buying like $15 drinks. <laughs> uh, I got my two and then, I, and then I was like, hey, let's take a shot. Let's do this. And then Dang. and then the, the, the following week, Cam was like, the three, I go, there's three? Yeah. And he goes, oh yeah, it's on this side. And I threw my headphones off and I, st- I stomped <laughs> He literally out. threw his headphones off and yeah, left I was mad. <laughs> I was mad. I want, I want that free drink, goddammit. Yeah, for real, man. But I reached out to him and I, I was like, Joe, like, what do I have to do to get you to do a half hour weekly show? Talking about whatever you want to talk about. And he, he said he'll do it. So yeah. what we, we need to try it. to do before the end of the month, okay. we need to do that show review show that he wants to do. Okay. And we might make that Patreon exclusive. Like that might be the first content that we do just for people who pay. Shout out, Craig. Um, yeah, shout out Craig, shout out Jeff, shout out Jeff. Quincy, shout out Quincy. Jason. Exactly. Jason. Um, so, yeah, like that's something he wants to do. But I told him, I was like, no, 30 minutes a week, whatever you want to talk about, I don't care. Like, I think our audience is big enough to where they want that. And if they don't want to, they just won't listen to that episode. Yeah, that's but, fine. you know, like it's all about, like, imagine us having four episodes. Having our mainstream thing, having Joe's thing, having Big Al's thing, and then having uh, whatever happens at Rick's Cabaret. <laughs> like whatever happens. And then we still have... Um, no, no, exactly. And then yeah. we can show you're talking about. Like, yeah. It would be cool to all of a sudden have five shows. My first one to produce. Yeah. Have five shows, three of them hosted by or starring women. Um, mm-hmm. That'd be great. Like, yeah. Yeah. So um, if, if you look, look, as we say this, if you have a cool podcast idea... Um, and you're looking for a network to put that on, and you're willing to be produced is the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and you're willing to make yourself available and put the work in. Please, yeah, yeah, yeah. because it, what we've noticed, Mo, like again, I always draw a parallel to to music. Like Mo, I don't talk about this a lot because Mo makes music right now. Mo makes good music right now. We thought we could make music in 2002. But you could rap, though. It's not important right now. What I'm Very saying important. is, we 2002, have have right it's not important. I hate to hear that. You don't. I'll play one afterwards. <laughs> yeah, when, when we finish, I'll... That classified, huh, Kim? See? <laughs> when, uh, when we finish, I'll play some for yeah, you. Yeah, man, let me hear that. Yeah, absolutely. 2002 was when technology changed, right? That's when everybody had either a Pro Tools or, Fruit you loops. know, an Audacity, or Fruity Loops or an Audacity. It's where yep. if you wanted to make yeah. music, not so much the quality of it, but you wanted to make it, you could. Um, the podcast game is so similar mm-hmm. in that if you have a couple of dollars to spend a month, you can upload your show to anywhere and say you have a podcast. Right. And I'm not knocking <laughs> anybody's hustle, but there are good podcasts and bad podcasts. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And the bad ones are people who think that people want to hear them talk. Like, if you... That, that's another thing. If you haven't established... Like, like Mo, we're, we're not... You're a couple years younger than me. Mm-hmm. But as somebody who makes music, as somebody who grew up where you grew up, you had to rap around people. Right. You had to rap in the lunchroom. Right. You had to rap at the party. Yeah. And people had to tell you you were nice before, before you wanted yeah, to go in yeah, there yeah. and get in a booth. For sure. You know, sure. because cause that's what it was. Mm-hmm. And a lot of... Put your hand down. <laughs> because a lot of people think they just... will They can get there with their buddies and everybody wants to hear them talk off the strength that they think they're good at talking. It's mm-hmm. like, no. Like, it's important that... Like, feedback matters. 
people telling you yeah. that you have something they want is important. And then I think you kind of build off that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's okay to have a dream, but if motherfuckers ain't dreaming about you, this <laughs> shit don't matter too much. True. Um, but it's yeah, so. Uh, but yeah, if you have an idea and you're willing to be produced, like we're more than happy to to listen in. Um, we we love podcast pilots. Yes, better than most podcasts. We won't be like Netflix and greenlight every single one of y'all, but we will definitely listen to see what you got. Nigga, you don't like? <laughs> I don't even know a bootleg show on Netflix. I like the what is it? The, the ritual or some shit? They had a cult movie that was fire. It was burning mm-hmm. niggas at the stake. It was great. I mean, Bird Box is cool, great. only because of uh, Sash Bullock. Because Sandra Bullock find her shit. Yeah, and cool, and she's all, cool. all time tough. Oh, yeah. Lady. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, take my batter any day. Sandra? Mm hmm. I love Sandra. Bro, man. what the fuck wrong with you, bro? Nothing's wrong with <laughs> okay. me. That, that's, gotta, a, that's a very normal thing to say. You out a little that's bit. a very normal thing to say. If okay. anybody doesn't agree with that, I don't know what to tell about. So, before we veer too man, far. Oh, you got it, bro. <laughs> Did y'all see where. <laughs> uh oh. What's up? Uh oh. Somebody said that Sandra Bullock looked like. <laughs> what did she look like? They said she looked like Michael Jackson, bro. That's a great I segue. I can see it. <laughs> I can see the facial, yeah. Michael Jackson's goal since about 1989 was to Yo. look as much like Sandra Bullock as possible. <laughs> he didn't even know who she was. But yes, I see. Sandra Bullock with a little bit of facial hair, but yeah, he, he kind of almost mastered it. Nigga, he couldn't fight that little baby beard, could he? Mm-hmm. Man. That's why Prince is going to be remembered better than Michael Jackson, because he can grow a full beard. True. There's also. The fact that he didn't have an HBO documentary about him. Great segue. Um, I'm not going to say anything. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to say that last weekend, HBO produced a two-part documentary um, about kids who spent time around Michael Jackson. Um, the things that they alleged to have happened to them. The kids, their parents, and their families. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Again, you you did the research, and, and Mo and us talking, um, even though it was over dinner while other things are going on, I feel like I kind of have an idea of where you're coming from on that. So I'm just going to sit back. Peanut, you go first. Tell me about the Michael Jackson documentary on HBO. Uh, it, it was really tough to watch. Not so much what they had to say i i was more kind of disturbed to the fact that like when you put all the facts together of things that we do know as far as like they went on trial they said hey nothing happened you know he's already found not guilty of shit mm-hmm. and whatnot and then for them to wait years after he's already gone like it's already i mean i even though i, I know back in 13 i think it was like is a uh, wade was it robson or Ro- ray robson wade robson yeah then he came out and said no he did do this but he's been gone for like he's already been gone for a decade. He can't defend himself at all. Okay. And to say, you know, to, to come out with this after you've under oath in court said nothing happened mm-hmm. and all the shit, and he's already been, been found not guilty of things like I I felt like it wasn't really a money grab. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even a uh, what's the word thing I'm looking for? And I, and I had to, because I was thinking about it on the way up here when I drove up here. I didn't feel like it was a money grab. Wasn't cloud chasing? Wasn't cloud chasing, but I felt like it was kind of like a thing to where, and this is where I, I kind of felt really, even more disgusted, was mm-hmm. I feel like it's taken away from the true victims, like from the R. Kelly. Okay. Like now it's taken away from that. It's taken away from those, you know, from that, because with R. Kelly, like, like we've, we pretty much have a good idea. We, I mean, mm-hmm. we've seen that first tape, the this very first one. Campaign. In a way, yes, like a smear campaign, but not really a smear camp, uh, campaign. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I felt like it wasn't genuine. Like when they were saying shit, I felt like um, half the time they were like sitting there trying to think of 
like one one of them. It was the other one. I the think other kid. A, yeah, yeah, what's the name of? Uh, James or something. Some sure. like Save Chuck or some shit like that. Yeah, his yeah. last name was Save yeah. Chuck. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, I felt like him. He's he seemed like his shit was more rehearsed. Wade kind of seemed more like he was just kind of thinking on the fly. Like, mm-hmm. uh, he did this and uh, he did this. Okay. You know, I. I well, I mean, me myself, when I watched it, mm-hmm. I tried to go in. Um, I guess you could say pretty open minded mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. You know. Absolutely. We're all Michael Jackson fans at yeah. some point in time in our lives. Mm-hmm. So, you know, going into it, I was like, I'm, I'm going to try to hear these guys out. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to lie. Initially, I was kind of like, yo, if, that's crazy. Yeah, you know absolutely. Absolutely. But with, like you said, with the history that's already been in the public, mm-hmm. um, you know, of course, at the end of it, it doesn't really changed the skepticism I came into it with too much. Mm. Don't get me wrong, though. Um, sometimes I wonder if this were women, would the reaction be the same? Would we be so... Um, you know, I'm not sure because, mm. I mean, like with the R. Kelly thing, mm-hmm. for some people, they still have skepticism. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Me, myself, I'm, you know... I, I was telling Cam last night, like, at the beginning of it, I felt one way. At the end of it, I was like, yo, I can't listen to Bump and Grind anymore. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. And fact, that's such a damn good song, too. It and it's it just difficult. Because now it makes you think, like, what do he, who did he really write that intended for? I had a lot of yeah. sex to the yeah. OG Ignition in college. Um, TP2.com. Oh, whole album. You can I, just run it. Right. Oh, man. I, and, and I, I, I definitely like, use the chocolate factory. I feel man, say, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, there's so many kids that are here today because of R. Kelly. No, nah, for real. Man. Let, let's be honest. For let's real. be real for a minute. Mm. There's a, there's a ge- whole generation of kids mm. because of R. Kelly's music. I've And I've literally talked to people at work. Mm. Uh, there's a guy I know who's probably late 40s. Mm. And he was like, yo, you know, or, you know, he's to this day, like, I, I, I'm at the point where I'm, I don't want to say teasing him about it now, but I'm kind of like, yo, you, you're still riding? You know, I give him all the different, <laughs> uh, hey, he just got out, <laughs> you know, and he's like, man, I'm Where do you have this money to, to like, bail him out? That's what I want to know. I mean, I say that it's, Someone paid his child support to get him out of jail. That's crazy. Hey. That's nuts. He's... He's kind of like Trump with what I say is he's the mascot for a lot of people who may move or think like him. Yeah. I mean, he's he's just a big guy. Mm-hmm. You know, you there's guys who might live in our neighborhood who's on the same type deal on a smaller level. You never know. So. No, which is great. Like, you know, Peanut, we went to high school together. Absolutely. Mo, yeah. you went to high school, but you also like. Occasionally. Are, <laughs> so, but I mean, you are around. We all know guys who used to pick up high school girls from school that were grown. They used yeah. to go to the school yeah. or were a little bit older. Mm-hmm. And it happened so often, we didn't look at it as a wrong yeah. thing. We thought we were grown back then. I remember thinking that. Yeah. You know, yeah. He was like, yo, that's, I mean, that's right. Yeah. I can do this. So. 
20 year olds picking up 16 year olds and 17 year olds yeah. and shit so we have to adjust like especially as, as we thinking about it now it yeah. took yeah. us being in our 30s to be like yo like this shit is wild like you yeah. can't do that yeah yeah um really and, and just to, to throw how i feel in there you know i went into it like i haven't listened to michael jackson music in a long time mm-hmm. um because i felt how i felt now th- this is what i'll say about it um and I don't like what y'all took from it. Mm-hmm. This is not a thing for us to even argue about yeah, no. being right and wrong. Because, like you said, Michael Jackson dead and gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, like it's nothing everybody we can has prove their opinions, you know? Yeah. I feel like, um, because like Mo, you and I listen to Joe Budden. Um, uh, one thing I've seen a lot is that those kids were talking about their relationship with him and being hurt, like when a Macaulay Culkin came along, yeah, or being crazy. hurt when they didn't get. Uh, you know, a car wasn't sent to him yeah. and stuff like that. To me, that was damning to Michael Jackson because I was like, "Yo, like that's how people are. Like, you mm-hmm. don't just because somebody's sexually abusing you doesn't mean you don't develop feelings and emotions. Like, right. in your mind, that's still a relationship. You know what I mean? So I kind of got that. I, I don't. The second kid, I'm I'm sketchy on. Like, I don't know kind of how he feels. But to me, like you were saying, Wade Robson, like he don't got no reason to lie to me. Like he's super stinking rich. Nick was no, choreographing. Not necessarily. Is he? Well, is his net worth one million. Which is more than us. But, but, but here's you the know thing. what? When you say one million, yeah. I'm thinking about all the work he did. Yeah. No, he, he definitely uh, did more yeah. than one million. No, no. Ooh. But yeah, but I'm, but I'm saying he's done a lot. But you gotta understand, choreographers don't they don't get paid a lot of money. Just like video, oh, no, video I, people I, I don't make a lot of money. No, so. What I'm saying is yeah. like, but I'm thinking about like if and, you watch the yeah. clips of him training them to dance, mm-hmm. nigga, that clip was worth a million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> that nigga was and, tired. But then you gotta understand now is people don't really make. If they make uh, like music videos, mm-hmm. they're not really as big as they well, were. No, like no, 10, no, but that's what I'm saying though. Now everybody's doing yeah. making like. But, no, my point is, it was yeah. 10, 20 years ago though. Yeah. So he should be stinking rich. You, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Nigga, but, chore- but, nigga yeah. did the in sync choreography. Yeah, and that's to say he did in sync. He did Britney Spears, and you gotta think he should be stupid. And, rich. And the didn't get paid though. Now you're struggling. Well, yep. Mm-hmm. Nigga Joey Fatone is not sitting on the table <laughs> yeah, that's, right now. that's why Lance Bass jo- wanted to be an astronaut so hey, bad. Backstreet well, Boys don't even want to Joey, Joey Fatone was a bass. Mm-hmm. No one gives, no one wants to hear a bass. But but my, my thing is Nigga, like, didn't you tell me that you could pick Joey Fatone's yes, voice out of a bass? Yes, he's a bass. Nigga, you don't know what Joey Fatone sounds like. Absolutely. He's Bro. a bass. Sing I, I like Joey Fatone right now. I can't do that. Yeah, right. but fucking you yeah. don't know what it sound like. Nah, shut up, bitch. Joey Fatone. <laughs> I'm so mad at you, dog. I'm about to yank out your hoop earrings. That's fine. No, I'm just kidding. I don't, get mad about, <laughs> I don't get mad about nothing on this show. Nigga told me I could pick Joey nah. Fatone's voice out of a lineup. Yo, that's You're crazy. a I, fucking I liar. I still could. I ain't lying about that. I could. He's probably like, la, 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 la. Oh, he got a background, all right. Joey Fatone. But no, um... Uh, but like I said, like the R. Yeah. Kelly doc was document after document yes. after story after yes. story after situation. I can place him here. I can tell you where I saw this and that. The Michael Jackson thing was, yo, it was me and Mike in a room. My mom was on the other side of the compound. And let's talk about it. Like I, I had a problem with people talking about the parents in the R. Kelly scenario because I felt like they wanted to talk about the parents so fast they were ignoring R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. We have to talk about the parents with the Michael Jackson thing, though, mm-hmm. because it's quite literally, yo, Mike called me, we talked, I came with them, and then I was sitting here, and then they would run away from me for three months. What do y'all think about those parents? Yeah, the parents, bro, it's... De Niro, 
I don't even want to say it's just money. I just think they wanted to be Mike in the a mix. Like presence, yeah, bro. yeah. At the time, yeah. People fainted at the sight of I Michael seen Jackson. It. I watched the concert. I, I have, I have his, uh, yeah. his, I have the the Bucharest conf, uh, concert. That's the one. Bucharest yes. demos. Is I have it on DVD. Smooth out. And I must have seen that at least. I think right after he died, I must have seen about ten times. And yeah, I counted. I stopped counting after fifty people seen him faint and getting <laughs> carted off. What's your the favorite thing? What's your favorite Michael Jackson album cover? I kind of like Dangerous. That was pretty badass. Dangerous is fucking dope. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> like dangerous. dangerous. And then um, the other one, I think it's called Off the Vin- Wall was tough. Off the Wall was crazy. Off the Wall was tough. Invincible was a good album because yeah. that, that was more like an art, like an actual R&B. Because like later, yeah. Yeah. Like, I think were Michael Jackson's song. Like that's that a shit. fun conversation. But them album covers were, they put mm-hmm. some fucking dope. And that's before Photoshop. Like niggas yeah. were really drawing yeah. shit. Yeah. That yeah. shit was amazing. Um, But yeah, like I, I don't, I didn't come away with anything new. I think if you went into that Michael Jackson doc feeling away, that's how you left feeling. Yeah. yeah. You know, like yeah. it's honestly the question that I have is and I mean I don't know, but I, I, I I'm a big, big player on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And from what I've seen, I've seen a lot of people trying to connect supposedly Oprah Winfrey's hate for Mike to this documentary. Now I like I said, I'm she not, exploits. I'm not saying that they're, that's true or false. Mm-hmm. I don't have a stance on it either yeah. way. But, you know, nobody. it, it didn't seem to have traction. I mean, yeah. real, what, uh, Housewives of Atlanta had more ratings than this documentary on the first night. You know what I'm saying? It didn't seem to get the world's attention the way the R. Kelly documentary did. I, I think it's more because, again, it's like... People been been on Mike's ass for like the past twenty years. They said the feds were watching yeah. them for years, which is crazy. If yeah. the, listen, I however I feel, mm-hmm. if the feds don't find nothing on you, I mean, damn. it's hard to it's hard. That's to say what you I'm saying. Shit, like, like you know, they've been on his ass for twenty years. Went to court, not guilty. They they even both uh, testified. Said he never did shit with us, and they waited for him to be dead for a few years. And then to come out and say, like, oh, he did, and then to do this documentary, like, it, it looks very sketchy. And then for Oprah to come right behind me, and, like, you know, Oprah did that that one, she did a show with Mike where she was with him, and they were, like, all buddy-buddy and all this shit. But then, like, a lot of things that, you know, about Oprah is that she likes to exploit people. Like, there's a lot of people that they've talked to afterwards, and they'll say, like, after the, after the show with Oprah, like, I don't feel any better. I, I don't feel this and that, but here she is running with my shit. Right. And, you know, I, I kind of felt like this is where it, it's like in that thing where and obviously she don't need the clout. She's fucking Oprah. Yeah, 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 you know, sure. her her fan base ain't going away. Like right. if you're, you know, I, I mean, a majority of her fan base, like, you know, it's like, you know, no, never mind. I can't speak on that. I mean, it I'm is saying overweight is. white a, women that are she, low self-esteem, but she's an icon in her own, in her yeah, own right. Exactly. You couldn't speak I'm just <laughs> I said, you know, fuck it. I'm going to because I mean, but that's really her crowd. Is overweight white women with low I mean, self esteem. Hey, don't get me wrong. <laughs> don't get me wrong, Oprah. If you're listening, yeah, we do love you. Don't get it twisted. Um, and really quick, don't get me wrong. Overweight white women with low self esteem. We love you too. Hey, you know I what? Don't. There's I'm still. <laughs> nobody, <laughs> nobody loves. Hey, there's a stereotype that we love. I'm gonna let that go though. I'm gonna let that go, man. You, you walked into wait, wait, it. Wait, wait, so let's do this. Let's do this. Um, we're gonna take a short break <laughs> for, for a merchandise plug. We'll be right back. 
South Congress and the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast have two online stores to buy shirts, hoodies, stickers, mugs, notebooks, and more. Visit redbubble.com and tpublic.com and search Seahawk to see all of the merchandise. We run specials every few weeks, so join the South Congress and East Coast cast Facebook fan pages for all the details on our online specials and promotions. <laughs> As we jump back in. All right, so we told Mo we're going to talk about it. Mo, let's talk about LeBron James. <laughs> LeBron James passed uh, Michael Jordan on the all-time scoring list. And? Fuck. <laughs> Go ahead. I'll let you introduce uh, To me, you know, LeBron James is, I mean, definitely the best player of his generation. Mm-hmm. Because I think that when you look at, I, I, I'm not going to get into oh, an argument. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm not going to get into an argument about Kobe and Tim Duncan because it'll just go cyclical. There's no. Yeah, we're not going to. We will never come to common ground. We definitely But won't. we agree that the previous generation is what? Those two, maybe you throw a Steve Nash in there for a couple of seasons. But that's. Mm-hmm. When I say. Phoenix Suns. LeBron Nash. didn't come into the, into the league until 03. Right. Uh, I, I think you can argue that Tim Duncan and Kobe were in their prime 05, 06, right around there. And sure. so LeBron's still he's his wings are developing mm-hmm. for like a better way of saying it. Mm-hmm. You know, so damn quick though. But but after that, like I, I love Steph. I think Steph is an yeah. anomaly. You know, Kevin Durant is yeah. this great scorer. Westbrook. Clay Thompson is the has the hottest of hottest streaks I've ever seen. Westbrook, super athletic. But I think that when you look at what LeBron's accomplished, especially with the pieces around him before he got to Miami. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, you know, he's just it's all time special talent. Now, I had the luxury of getting to root for LeBron the player. And not having to worry about the uniform he's wearing. I can just appreciate the greatness. Absolutely. um, You know, as as a 30-something who, you know, had Magic Johnson as a baby. And then had Shaq and Kobe together. And then had Kobe after that. You know, I I feel like it's a different type of emotional attachment to that team. Um, And (laughs) here we are um, with LeBron at the helm with with the baby Lakers. And it does not seem to be going the way they thought it would. I, I mean, Peanut, do you want to say anything before we just give five minutes? I want to ask you a question minutes? really quick. Okay, ask I him. want to ask you a question. Right, let's hear it, man. <laughs> How do you feel knowing that LeBron James is definitely using the Lakers as a side chick to get his producing acting career going on? You know, on the cool, <laughs> before he came, I would disagree. But you know what, man? I can't, I can't necessarily say that isn't the case. Um don't get me wrong. He was in his bag in Cleveland with that mm-hmm. as well. You know, the way the the way the world he, is set up, the way the league is set up now. I he played his ass off in Cleveland, though. Yeah, man. And that's what, you know, I have a friend who's in Ohio, and me and him go back and forth on it all the time because I'm like, yo, he could have kept his ass there. <laughs> you know, don't get me wrong. Like, hey, I re- I, I will give him his props his top three all time. You Absolutely. Know what I'm I'll give that to him. Yeah. But I was expecting a lot more. Granted, it's his first year. I always give a team a mulligan their first year. Mm-hmm. But damn, we're not even going to the playoffs. We're talking the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> his eight year streak of going Come to the on, finals bro. coming to an end. Like, and it's going to be the Lakers. We knew that was going to come to an end. I mean, yeah. you got Golden State right Absolutely. there. Yeah, West, West, West is The team back. that he has around him, these guys are not, they're young, but they're mm. not scrubs. So let me ask you a serious question. 
<laughs> They're peanut. What's no, the, no, 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 take, take in charge. Go ahead. Yeah, you guys go ahead. I know y'all Spurs no, fans. Over yeah, absolutely. Here. It's all good. You know, till I die. But no, ser- uh, more serious question. How do you feel about the decision for the Lakers to bench uh, Alonzo Ball and Brandon Ingram the rest of the season? Well, Ingram, from what I'm hearing, he has a very serious yeah. situation. I think it's like Bosch level blood. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. You know, so, so you can be like Chris Bosch and be out of here. I think because he's they caught it early because he's young. They mm-hmm. think it's manageable. Okay. It's the same type of injury, not the same severity. Okay. Yeah. So and with I mean with the playoff push being over with. I mean, I hear they got LeBron on minutes restriction. You may as well rest the guys and either, you know, build for next season or save your trade chips. But once they once they included, you know, everything in the kitchen sink for AD, they pretty much sold their season away because those yeah. I mean, you got a bunch of 19, 20, 21-year-old guys who've only known one thing. They haven't had that real introduction to the business side. Absolutely, of the NBA. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you shot their conf- their confidence. They're out of there. So, you know, you may as well. It is AD, though, so. I mean. Yeah, but, hey, what is, <laughs> you know, I love AD, but what has he done? Yeah. You know? No, no. And that's the thing. You love AD and you know what he's done. Niggas don't give a fuck about AD. And when I say niggas, I mean, if you're in the NBA, you're a player, you don't give a fuck about AD. You if, if somebody, you if a teacher, him. if they said that they're bringing in a new teacher. To your department, yeah, who's going to uh, basically, you know, he's going to take over your coaching responsibilities because he's been so good at coaching elsewhere. Your initial response is not going to be, "Well, I'm glad they found somebody good for the job." Mr. Fitzgerald, fuck that nigga, (laughs) fuck him and his quick whistle. You don't give a fuck. Like you niggas, got, yeah, you got you, the little ball is whistle. And you know what's crazy? Shit. And you about to shake the nigga hand if you seen him, it wouldn't be no malice in your heart. True. If it wasn't about you eating too. And mm-hmm. I think really the problem, I don't just blame LeBron. I really my beef is really with Magic. You know, Magic, fuck you, man. Y'all say the nigga didn't have AIDS. I say that with the <laughs> nigga, 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 the AIDS in his head. Hey, for real. <laughs> because I mean think he about He got it. a deficiency for that ass. Look what he did to D'Angelo Russell, bro. You ship him out of here, we need a leader. Look at him this year. He's an all-star. You know, you got to think about it. Yeah. Because, well, Magic was a cheating-ass nigga. So, you know, <laughs> he, he took this shit personally. You know, you oh, oh y'all niggas telling? <laughs> get the nigga out of here. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, though. Yeah, okay, I get it. But, damn, he's Does, 19, no, bro. Doesn't it make you feel, like, doesn't it make you want to grow up? Not you personally. Aren't you like, damn, we really, like, was really worried about his personality because that nigga was on Snapchat being a dumbass. At 19. At, yeah. Oh, that, that you got to feel so stupid. Because I, yeah. I was riding with the kid. Yeah. But, I mean, it is what it is, man. I'm next year. Lie. Next year, we on. I'm not going to lie because. His next contract is going to be dumb. I don't know who's going to sign him. Who? Angelo? Uh, yeah. But his next contract is going to be stupid. They ain't letting him go. I think they like him. Brooklyn I like him. Loves him. And like, yeah, that's bro, what I'm saying. He's in Brooklyn? They, Brooklyn? Yeah. Oh, he out of I there. think they... Re- well, sh- nah, bro. Hey, you think hey, he would stay there? Going hey, to the playoffs? hey. He, that's New York City. Hey, hey. Why not? I've, I've, I've been to Brooklyn. Uh, I haven't. Lena, and I want to go. No, no. no. Gentrified listen, and shit. Listen, it's Lena, listen. True. Lena took me and Vay to the Puerto Rican spot. <laughs> that's that's two blocks from Barclays. That sound vibes. Um, he might stay. <laughs> he might not leave. No, for <laughs> nigga, 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 the restaurant, nigga, the restaurant was a transformer. 
Nigga, that bitch hit the Optimus Prime. Won't, 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 won't. It was a club. <laughs> All the empanadas got flipped over. Oh, and the God. DJ came out from the bottom. That shit was crazy. Because <laughs> no bullshit. Like, the end of the season, I was really worried. With LeBron going to the Lakers, I'm like, fuck, man. Like, and then we're like, you know, with the Spurs, with like a DeJounte getting that injury. She was like, oh, yeah. fuck, man. Like, like. They about to take the shit over. Yeah. Well, the thing and is, then it just kind of backfired. So I'm with, just kind of like, whatever. I saw something the other day that said uh, they only played like 23 games mm-hmm. with the full squad this year. 23 games. Something today. Yeah. That's crazy. You, you, think, Luke, you think Luke Walton gets uh, out of here? After oh, this he's season? out of here. I heard something about him going to UCLA to coach after after they terminate him in LA. That'd be a good fit. LeBron's going to ship in Tyron Lue or somebody. And After you got Tyron out of here, David, David Blatt back. David Blatt, oh man, shit! You know what? If he could get Eric Sprostra though, man, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Something, but it's a wrap. I don't know. We'll see what happens, but. Eric would definitely leave Miami after this season. Now that you think so? Hell yeah! He's who, Pat's guy, man. Riley who, loves him. Who does he have in Miami? D Wade's gonna be gone. D Wade's doing. Nigga, Justice Winslow. Let Neon Waiters get healthy. Yeah. Let Waiters get healthy. Um, nah, some it's other black kids. I don't know. It's the East. It's there. Like, remember we remember how we get more money in L. A. More exposure. Remember eight months ago day. when we thought Boston just was just gonna run the East for a good decade, That's and then it. and then you realize like oh, it to happen. That was a good streak. Mm-hmm. And then once the pieces came together, it's like oh. And then uh, I went to I took Faye to dinner uh, last Friday night. And Toronto was playing somebody, and I, I watched Kawhi Leonard hit a game winner, wow. and it was like watching it was like watching your ex get a thousand Instagram likes with her new man. That wasn't when Leonard, Jack DeRozan in half court went in for the layup. No, I, I would, I'm glad I never saw that. Oh, My okay. heart can't take that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so okay, enough basketball, guys. Um, <laughs> we gotta we gotta get to it. Is it time? All right, let's yep. do it. Okay. Well, no, really quick. Let's stick on sports for one second. Okay. I'm going to read a tweet to you, and then I'm going to read my response tweet that has 904 retweets and 1,400 likes. Uh, you need to come up with some shit for me to say. And pass so it I, to you. Yo, yes. Cool. This dude is a Twitter. What they call him? A he's Twitter. A, he's, he's, a, a, he's, a, he's a Twitter honey. Twitter honey. Yeah, guys, for real. Guys, I guys. wasn't going to call him. Ask, I was going to say a thought. Hold on. Thank you, Mo. Hold on. Hey, ask me how many followers I have. How many? Like 58. Oh. Ask me how many he has. How many? Over 2,000. See? But Cam is a, you know. 25, 25. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Excuse, excuse me. 25, 25. I like it. You asked. But it's all good. Um, so the tweet says, uh, it's from Ross Tucker, who's a former NFL player and oh, NFL analyst. Yeah. Hey, you respond like shit good. Yeah. He says, Antonio Brown quit on his teammates and exhibited highly erratic behavior and as a result got a $20 million raise with $30 million guaranteed. Great lesson for all the kids out there. Yo, NFL suck a yeah. mean dick. Yes. Real yes. talk. <laughs> Fuck all you NFL niggas, bro. And here's what, here's what my response was. My response was, the earlier we teach kids that your coworkers aren't your family, the better. Yes. For real. Like, yes. We, we, we have this mindset as Americans that the boss is always right. Because when a when a player wants to leave a team, we dog the player. Yeah. My homegirl, Riles' homegirl, I'ma burn my Kawhi Funko Pop, which is still the funniest thing I've ever heard. Stupid. Bitch. It was a joke. First of all, don't talk about people you might have to go to dinner with like that. I'm not gonna have dinner with that person. How do you know? Because I know you I'm go, not going to. Do you go to dinner at my house? Does she go to dinner at my house? You don't yeah, control. I, 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 I'll have dinner in the bathroom before I do that. <laughs> but listen, though. <laughs> okay, so um, 
yeah, people take it out on the player when a player mm-hmm. wants to leave. Yeah. You've never heard about nobody talking shit to the owner because they trade somebody. Exactly. They cut somebody. Come on, fucking owners, bro. I hate you. You know yeah. why. <laughs> you know you why. Know, like, come on, man. But in the NFL, for some reason, it feels worse. Well, because because we know that in the NFL, quicker, like Sean Livingston, right, who had a great second act of his career. Mm-hmm. Sean Livingston's career was almost ruined by a leg injury. Right. He happened to get into a great position and it worked out for him. But for every Sean Livingston, there's a a Jay Williams. There's a TJ Ford who has all the promise in the world. One injury and they're gone. And they can't live their dream. So in the NFL, multiply that by how much? 50,000. It's by 53. By the damn roster. It's crazy how it can just be over. Mm -hmm. I remember... That, that, that one player, I can't think of his name right now, but he said, yo, everybody was my brothers and my boys, and we was families, and we was road dogs, and we was warriors, till right til I got cut, and yeah. then everybody unfollowed me on social media. Oh, we talked about the podcast, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah bro. Like, and, and see, and the crazy thing is, is, like, you know, when Kawhi was doing that whole shit, like, you know, the thing came out that he was demanding trade for the Spurs, mm-hmm. like, that shit really hurt me. I was like, you know, what the fuck? Like, you know, what Spurs do? But then... And at first, it's kind of like, you know, like, fuck Kawhi type, type shit. But then I was like, you know, hold on. If he's not happy here, why would you want to keep him here? Let, let him go. Let him be happy. It's a job. Yeah. Well, basketball also, it's a different yeah. situation. Because like, if I'm not happy in my school, even though I love my school district, but I'm, I'm happy there. But if I wasn't, I'm going to go somewhere else. And you know what you're going to say if one of those kids are like, hey, coach, I really wanted you to stay. Fuck them kids. And and this is the thing. And my 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 last my last job, one of the kids like when uh, like every period, uh-huh. I had them read my acceptance letter to the valley. Uh-huh. I had one kid go, like, "Hey, read what this says." I had on the power on the, the fucking projector. I had them read that shit, and they're reading it. And they they would read it, and they look at me like, "What the fuck?" And one of the kids goes, "Wait a minute, who's gonna coach the running backs here?" I don't know, and I don't care. And this thing is, as long as I'm here, you'll get everything yep. I have. But when yep. I'm going, I'm going. Exactly. You know? I was like, that's it, man. That's no, a wrap. <laughs> but the thing about Antonio Brown is, how can you be mad at Antonio Brown when Antonio Brown was sitting in a locker room when Le'Veon Bell decided not to play and the other players ransacked his locker? They took the nigga's shoes when no, they realized he wasn't on the roster. Like, And I'm not mad at the players for it. It's just we have to stop this narrative of the people you work with are your family. Because yeah. they're not. Nope. They friend, have right? their own people. And y'all y'all might be friends. Yeah. But we've all had work friends. friends. Work, yeah. work friends. Work, work friends, friends are different. <laughs> yep. Work friends are different. Like, the people who I've worked with, who I stay in touch with after we stop working together, mm-hmm. I consider them special. Like, that yeah. means we really yeah. had a connection. Yeah. It ain't most people on any job. It yeah. don't work Absolutely. like that. Yeah. And, the problem is... Mm-hmm. You know, especially in, let's say, on Antonio Brown's situation, an NFL player situation. They do sell this idea of family, mm-hmm. you know, ride for your brothers, mm-hmm. all of these things. But let's look at the Patriots. You think you're worth some money? It's a contract year at the end of that season or before it comes. So guess what they're going to do? Trade you to the Browns. Where's Brandon Spikes? <laughs> Where's Brandon Spikes right now? You know, like Who how, knows? How many guys have went out and played for a team where they knew they had no business playing, but just off the strength of my brother, the guys I lined up to next to me, let me get out there. And <laughs> their career is over. Yep. You know, nothing to... Nothing to 
show for it in a sense. Like, come on, man. Like, like I'm not saying Antonio Brown's a perfect person. I'm not even saying he's in the right. What I am saying is in a situation where ownership typically has all the leverage, when a player gets his way, and, and uh, what's my man's name? Uh, who played for Tennessee, who was the great running back at Houston. Uh, light-skinned cat. Eddie George? Not Eddie oh. George, nigga. Oh. Uh, uh, you know who I'm talking about. Recently. Oh. Uh, Matthews? No, 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 no. Adrian Foster? No. Yeah. Okay, Adrian Foster. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Arian Foster. Sorry. Arian Foster was like, yo, uh, he responded to the same tweet. He was like a sixth round pick, finally got leverage and used it. That's perfect. Exactly. Mm -hmm. The team typically has all the leverage. Her ownership has all the leverage. In any, like, guys, this is me talking to you, audience. In any work situation, when you finally attain leverage, you have to use it because you so rarely have it. Like most of us work jobs where it's not like another company wants us for the exact same skill set. Mm-hmm. You know, like and you being in education, you kind of get that. Yeah. If you mess around and go 15 and 0 or whatever, somebody's going to want you on that same spot. But you know, I can't I can't advise a kid good enough to where they're like, you know what? <laughs> we really need him at Baylor. Like <laughs> it's not gonna happen to me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but if you're in that situation, like you have to execute that because capitalism is designed to fuck us over. And yo, any team that I play for that says Ben Big Ben is like a fuck. father figure, fuck yo, I'm that out of here. <laughs> yo, like for he's, real? he's like an owner. Yeah. And they got to, like, like, yo, like, again, I, big, I'll say this about Big Ben. On third down, for like 10 years, there's nobody I was more sure was going to make the play. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll give him that. Mm-hmm. But he's, he's but it's the thing, though. He's had the benefit of getting all these crazy athletic wide receivers and getting to complain about them. And nobody questioning him. Ever. Sneaks. <laughs> Let's not talk about how he acts in bathrooms. I'm about to say this nigga's escaped. <laughs> this nigga's escaped pressure on every field. He's great in the pocket. Say he's yeah. good at escaping the blitz. Yeah, he's like, amazing in the pocket. Yeah. First of all, don't say a nigga's great in the urinal. <laughs> Double pause. Okay. Um, enough of this bullshit. Let's talk about your man. Cause I'm ready. Go for it. All right. Mo, we did this thing. Let that ad rock for a second. Mo, we did this thing last week. We happen to know a few women who have interesting intertwined relationship with, with our friends. And sometimes they get on IG Live and say a lot of dumb shit. And we break it down for 15 minutes. And it was amazing. Um, and so we don't know what to name this segment yet but whenever there's like a good interview or one-on-one conversation we're gonna make an effort to do a breakdown isn't that right peanut yes so let's talk about gail king interviewing r kelly um what we're gonna do we're gonna let it rock and then i'm gonna decide where we need to stop and kind of speak about something that's happened let's see how this goes it's good music gail Yo, R. Kelly definitely had the Beijing working on his hair. His hair's not that color. R. Kelly, if this interview was going to take place, I really do want to 
get you on the record about your relationships with underage girls. Fair. Because, Robert, this has been such a long-standing allegation against you. Mm. you know, starting back in the late 90s. R. Kelly is at the top of the charts, but he may be in for a fall. He was arrested today on 21 counts of child pornography. <laughs> so, the only thing he got caught for it was 21. Having sex with an underage girl. Taking advantage of minors will not be tolerated. Jurors found him not guilty on all charges. Robert has said all I, again, along, I don't know how clear to these terrible charges. We all great know lawyers. Great lawyers. Okay, here's Twitter. They are still talking about you with underage girls. Mm -hmm. Have you ever had sex no. with anyone under the age of 17? No. Never. No. For R. Kelly to say he's never had sex with someone under the age of 17 means he didn't have sex until. He was 18? Well, well, not even he didn't, but just <laughs> he didn't have sex with anybody who wasn't grown ever in his life. Right. Congrats, R. Kelly. See, she really tricked him. No. From the jump. He believes he can fly. Nigga, different flew right out the pen the first time. R. Kelly was one of the greatest hit makers of the last 30 years, 40 years, I would say. You know what? He did spawn a whole generation of kids. R. Kelly did? Literally. Yep. That's still weird. You know, I'm a documentary about you is not true. Music. I am surprised that you agreed to do it. Why are you sitting down with us today? I'm very tired of all of the uh, lies. I agree with that. I've been hearing things and, you know, and seeing things. You've been hearing things. <laughs> I don't feel like R. Kelly's got any <laughs> new information since 07, but okay. He's on the blogs and, you know, I'm just, I'm just tired. What are the lies that you're hearing that disturb you most? Oh, my God. Um, all of them. Um, all got little girls trapped in the basement, helicopters over my house, mm -hmm. um, trying to um, rescue someone that doesn't need rescuing because they're not in my house. Peanut, I believe, a great man once said around 2005, 2004, okay. don't save her. She don't want to be saved. Handcuffing people, starving people. <laughs> I have a harem, uh, what you call it, a, um, a coat. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't even really know what a code is, but uh, I know I don't have one. You know. Here's my first problem with the he, conversation. If he can't read, I, I, I can well, no, understand that I, one. Do you believe that R. Kelly, world traveled, mm -hmm. 52 years old, does not know what a cult is? Yeah, he can't read. Uh, I don't think you need to be able to read to, to watch Netflix or YouTube. Do you think R. Kelly's so busy he doesn't know what a cult actually is? Because I don't. And here's why. I'm gonna let the, I will say, yeah. We'll go back into the conversation, okay. but I'll explain to you why I know R. Kelly knows what a cult is. Okay. Have you done anything that you regret? Have you done anything wrong? Lots of things wrong when it comes to women that I apologize, but I apologize in those relationships at the time I was in the relationship. That's a nigga who cheated a whole lot. <laughs> hey, it is what it is. I mean, for real. No, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry for the shit I did, but I apologize when I did it. Real nigga shit. Have you okay. broken any laws when it comes to women? Absolutely not. The six-part series. Wait, talk about it, Mo. Man. Why, 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 why you gotta whisper that shit out? When it comes to it, <laughs> if we're being real about the situation, how specific do you want to get? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, there's rape and then everything else. But yeah, I think we've all broken a law when it comes this to Margarita's it. is amazing. Oh, they're amazing. Shout people. out to that place. Mm -hmm. Family members, your former tour manager, numerous women who all claim that you abused them. Yeah. Are you saying everybody in that documentary was not telling the truth about you? Everybody? If 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 you really look at that documentary, which I'm sure you have, I have everybody 
said something bad about me. Yeah. Nobody said nothing good. What does that mean? <laughs> First of all, Gail's doing an amazing interviewing job. But she's like, look. <clears throat> she's just letting them yeah, all the, yeah, All these people said these things about you. Are you saying that they're all liars? His response wasn't, yes, everybody lied about me. His response was, <laughs> why didn't anybody say anything nice about me? Where did you, where is your constructive criticism? Okay. <laughs> they was describing Lucifer. I'm not Lucifer. I'm a man. I make mistakes, but I'm not a devil. And by no means am I a monster. I'm going to name the names. Andrew. I believe these, this nigga's a devil and a monster. Well, a lady said, I remember watching the documentary. And on one of the parts, somebody said, R. Kelly is a sweet guy and all this but robert is the devil literally said robert is the devil so you almost have to ask which aspect does he think he's talking from right now is he talking as r kelly is he talking as robert finding out this nigga has split personalities would be the icing on the cake i want to know who the fuck made chocolate factory that was a great album i think r kelly made all the albums Based off of Robert's experience. I definitely smashed Papa's to Chocolate Factory. But continue. <laughs> this is how I know you don't get pussy, but we're gonna talk about that too. That's fine. Nigga, why why are you nigga, why are you ruining potatoes? <laughs> what did potatoes do to you? Everything. <laughs> nigga, you we'll, we'll, we'll never do a live show in Idaho. Kitty <laughs> <laughs> Jones, hey. Lisa Van Allen, Lizette S- Martinez, Geronda Pace. Oh that, hey, Faith we'll talk. Not not because we're from San Antonio, from Texas. Yeah. That nigga did Lizette Martinez wrong, nigga. You didn't watch the documentary, did you? No. That's the bitch he had. The, the Mexican chick? The one he had, like, Bad. in the back. She was tough. That's the one he had in the back seat, like, with his homeboys in a car. Is that the one he gave her mama $100? Yeah. That nigga wow. did her. Nigga, nigga hit her with the, the hard mono peanut. The morning to make your body move slow. <laughs> nigga, she was walking around. Remember the episode of Family Guy when Peter, when Peter yeah. had the stroke? Yeah, the... <laughs> nigga. <laughs> no, for real. Like, her body wasn't working. It was the only Hispanic girl that was in the whole thing. Mm-hmm. That nigga dogged her the fuck out. And she, oh, well. And she was tough, too. But Okay, keep going, R. She's not tough anymore. You're saying everything they said in that documentary about you is not true. They are lying on me. Why would these women say the same thing about you? That you are controlling, that you are abusive, that you tell women when to eat, when to go to the bathroom, when they can sleep, where they can dress. Why would all these women tell these different stories about you if they were not true? And they don't know each other. That defies logic to me. Right, right. That that defies logic to me. People who've never met, interviewed at the same time, say the same things about you. Let's keep going. Until you hear the explanation. You can start a rumor on a guy like me or a celebrity just like that. All you have to do is push a button on your phone and say, so-and-so did this to me. R. Kelly did this to me. And if you get any traction from that, if, you, if you're able to write a book from that, if you're able to get a, a, a reality show, then any girl that I had a relationship in the past that I, it just didn't work out, she can come and say the same exact thing. Are you blaming this on social? Sorry, Mo. Any girl I had a relationship with in the past, she can come back and say anything. So by saying that alone, 
you acknowledge that you had relationships with girls who were underage. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got a question. Yeah. What's, I'm going to ask you first. Okay. What's the thing that if we put a bunch of girls in a room mm-hmm. that you dated, what's the thing they'd say about you? Me? You. I honestly think that because this is what I've been told. Mm-hmm. That I'm actually a nice guy. I'm actually a nice person. Fuck you. Yeah, no, I'm dead like, serious. Mo, like, he's actually very nice and caring. Mo, what's the, I wanted the bad thing they say about you. Mo, oh, what's, the bad thing? Yeah, what's the thing they'd say about you? <sighs> I don't know, man. The bad thing? <laughs> uh, man, probably that I'm stubborn. We'll go with stubborn. Wait, no, you can't leave yet. We're almost done. You have to hold it. Being asked to use the bathroom, but we're gonna make him wait because okay. you know the thing they'd say about me. What yeah. <laughs> he gets up and looks at himself in the mirror after sex. Hey, you know what? <laughs> hey, after on, that Instagram on. story I did, <laughs> I don't disbelieve it. They were now bad. true story. Wait, no true it, story. What? True story about Cam. Wait, why do you know? This quote, is a bad segue. No, no, no. And, and I quote from this is that's what they say about me. It's one of the notches in the belt. He ain't shit, but he's a good fuck. It was oh, Susan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was Susan. It was Susan uh, somewhere in 2003. Um, I hate that I remember that immediately. <laughs> oh, I remember that. I remember that immediately, That was too. Susan 16 that was greatest, years ago. That was the greatest thing ever. But he ain't shit, but he, she told somebody that, and then it got back to him. Hey, Cameron ain't shit, but he's a great fuck. That's, I mean, that's everything else is disqualified then all we heard is great fuck that's all we need to know what you mean I've definitely been called an ain't shit motherfucker she rides bikes with her friends now so I'm happy for her true she's living her best life you can go ahead we'll we'll close this out okay (laughs) okay let's finish this show somebody had somebody had too much water bless his heart nah I kind of media I'm talking about the power of social media the power of social media in 2008, Kelly was found not guilty on 14 counts of child pornography after prosecutors in Chicago failed to convince a jury that he was a man seen in a sex tape with a girl as young as 13. What do you want to say to your fans? Last month, Kelly was indicted again, this time charged with aggravated criminal sexual abuse of four women, including three who oh, the charges say were... This nigga definitely has a different hairline in the mugshot than he had on uh, CBS News. <laughs> Minors at the time. Congratulations. Have you ever had sex no. with anyone under the age of 17? No. Yeah, his body language. It's no. Every time he say no, no, he say yes. Every time he say yes, I have to tell yes, you, it's so no. hard to this believe that aggressive. based on all that we've read. I'm going to tell you something, Gail. There's one you. I'm going to tell you something. What women said about me... Mm-hmm. What women? So nobody's allowed to be mad at me and be yeah. scorned and, and lie on me. Mm-hmm. So they're lying on you. That's your explanation. They're lying on you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Look at his. Wait, wait, look. He's getting in his emotional bag. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You feel that people have maligned your character. I have been assassinated. He's I have been, been assassinated. Buried alive. Buried alive. This wait, I'm alive. wait. So He's I think buried alive. But I'm alive. Is, and, wait, and what? Correct me if I'm wait, wrong. Wait, wait, wait. The two women who live with R. Kelly are... I am surprised that you agreed to... I've been, I've been buried alive, but I'm alive. I mean, if you want, but just use your common sense. How stupid would it be to me Yo, to making to be honest, bro, when And, I and saw correct me this, if I'm wrong, that you have never held yeah. anybody First, against their will. I don't need yo, to. Why would I? How stupid would it be for R. Kelly 
with all I've been whenever through somebody, hey, way, way whenever in the past. you got caught doing some shit and you said, somebody, how stupid would I be to do this shit? You know, you did that shit. I did that shit. Because now you're thinking about it like, damn, that was stupid. would I be to do that? I didn't say you were holding. That's stupid, guys. I didn't. Is this camera on me? Is this camera on? That's stupid. You try to break the fourth wall. Use your common sense. Don't forget the blogs. Forget how you feel about me. Listen. Hate me. My nigga, if you had common sense. Yeah. You would have got real low. Why didn't you get low, Robert? And did you see what Weinstein did? He got super low. Nigga left the country. Where craft at? <laughs> I ain't seen that nigga. Low as a motherfucker. Not around no Asian women. No, all right. If you want to, love me if you want. But just use your common sense. Common sense, How Peter. stupid would it be for me to, with my Niggas do a lot crazy past shit. and what I've been through? Oh, right now, I just think I need to be a monster and hold girls against their will, chain them up in my basement, in basement. and, and so don't like let them eat the and don't let them out the unless closet. they need some shoes down the Oh, my God, my closet, closet, closet. Y'all quit playing. Quit playing. Robert. I didn't do this stuff. Here's this you. is not me, y'all. I'm Here's fighting you. for my life. <laughs> Yo, tell me with this shit. <laughs> Yo, Gail didn't flinch. Robert. I don't believe none of that. I don't believe none of that shit, bro. You telling me that, bro? This ain't not about music. It's not about music. It's bigger than music. I put it like this, and I can't do it. If he goes to court over this shit, and he and he found not guilty again, play, leave him alone, and play the fucking lotto. At this point, we briefly pause the interview to give Kelly a moment. His publicist helped calm him down. Can you? I can't imagine. Keep going. No, we're gonna. This is not true. This is, that doesn't right. even make sense. Why would I hold all these women? Their mothers and fathers told me, we're going to destroy your career. But Kelly's emotions remained raw. It's real girls out there missing. There's real problem. young girls out there being abducted, being raped. Wait. Okay? okay. They really are on chains. Okay. They really do have chains on their, on their wrists, and they can't get out. Robert, and they're ending up buried in deep. Robert, we have to have a conversation. So... This is my thing. Okay. R. Kelly seems to be very well versed on sex trafficking, right? Yeah. But he doesn't know what a cult is? Well, they're two different things. I'm aware that peanut butter and jelly are different things. I think if you know about one, you know about the other. No, not necessarily. Why? Uh, because... Tell me a scenario where you've seen somebody really be familiar with peanut butter but not jelly. Oh, absolutely. Me. I just recently discovered jelly to like uh, about a couple months ago. I I had my first peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It was amazing. Peanut. Yeah. You not being familiar with jelly is not a shock for this audience for this podcast. Why? Reasons. I just I just didn't I didn't fuck with jelly. Like I just looked at it just Again, like just like I don't fuck with ranch. I don't think anybody's surprised about you not being familiar with jelly. Why? No, no, I'm just saying, like, you know, I, I didn't fuck with jelly, like I didn't even fuck with it until You knew what jelly was. You've seen it. Not necessarily. You've you've never seen jelly. That's what you no 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 to get your point off. Yeah, you're gonna tell me mm-hmm. that you've never seen jelly. I never walked past that. Nigga, no you don't know who to. else I get is. Peanut butter and I walk away. Smuckers ain't your man. I don't know. You're Smuckers. full of shit. But no, uh, it's, don't be a contrarian and be a college graduate for a second. I am being a college graduate. <laughs> the idea that somebody is super familiar with mm-hmm. the concept of sex trafficking, yeah. and doesn't know what a cult is, goes against. The idea of information. Well, uh, I mean, yes and no, only because. You know, don't, yes no, and yes, no. No, no, hold on. Oh. Okay. 
So because when you talk about peanut butter and jelly, obviously they go together. They can go. They can go together. Se- uh, sex trafficking cult does not go together. I'm not okay. suggesting that they go together is why you know about them. Yeah. I'm suggesting they're just both things that exist. Yeah. On I mean, grid. Not not sex tra- a- like like mm-hmm. again sex trafficking is a mm-hmm. very detailed yes and difficult and fairly new idea in no, the it's sense not, of it's not new it's been around new in the sense of everybody knowing about it to this level mm, a I movie like what do you mean you don't know I disagree with that one we were not talking about sex trafficking ten years ago I was I knew about it I mean People I didn't talk about it but I knew about it was sex trafficking we weren't talking about sex trafficking ten years ago we weren't. You and I not did not have a conversation. Sex trafficking, but pimping, yes. So again, yeah. If somebody's super well versed on what sex but trafficking is, but a cult is, is like some entirely different. A cult is a cult, way a cult. more. But listen, yeah, cults ahead. are way more prevalent mm-hmm. and in the public eye mm-hmm. than sex trafficking is. If you that. know about sex trafficking, you mm-hmm. know about cults. You just do. We're gonna talk like, about cults since the eighties, nigga, nigga. Well, Jim Jones, yeah, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. you, you know, Jones, like, like, and I, I'm not saying outright that you just because you know about one set of information, yeah. you know about the other. I mean, in I, this case, no, 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 no and I understand, but, but, but I only say that because there's a lot of people our age have no idea who the fuck Jim Jones is, and they have no idea what Jones can work. Sure, but they're our age; they're not 52. No, I, I understand. Like R. Kelly is, he's obviously not an educated guy, like. But he, but he knows about sex trafficking. Because that's he more... Was sexing. Because he was sexing. Oh, because he was sex trafficking, right? Okay. Really, I, I don't want you just ranting Allegedly. at the camera. This nigga is wild. Y'all go ahead. They can get me if they got to. That nigga was trafficking sex in his house. I need somebody to help me not have a big heart. Nigga, please. I need somebody to help me not have a big heart. That's the best way to put that one. I just I just love all my bitches. You know. He likes getting pussy. He makes R and B music to get pussy. That nigga makes R and B music to steal pussy. From people who weren't old enough to give it out voluntarily. They're old my bitches. Heart that is so up. big. Well, which is interesting. Yeah. Because it seems like Feeling when it booty. got to the point where it was grown women that he was dealing with, yeah. he felt like he had to exert a different level of control over them because they weren't children. Because they couldn't be influenced the same way. This nigga is really a monster. People have you ever heard, Bill, have you ever heard the remix? You sound like you're playing the victim You sound like R. Kelly. You do. No, with the bass. When I listen to you, you sound like you're playing the victim I'm just telling the truth. And the One time. Oh, yo. No, I just found out about that today. Exactly. That there was an ignition that the lawyer made him get rid of. Let me put my key in your ignition, babe. That shit's crazy. I had a lot of sex. I I'm not gonna say stream it, but wait, I was, <laughs> I was wait. That when TP TP two came out in high school, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. Wait, TP two. TP two came out two thousand. Yeah, we were we were in high school. Oh, I could have swore we were like I was in sixth grade. I, I could have yeah. swore we were posed. TP two. TP two dot com. We were in high school. No, I don't think so. I had a lot of between senior year and freshman year of college. Ooh, that ignition. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. You're right. I was able to Just say something. Yeah, right. yeah. I've said nothing. Nigga, why are you crying? Oh, oh we're also hearing the uh, Middle Eastern anger talking. Yep. Um. So yeah, R. Kelly. I mean, he really tried, and this is my honest opinion. Like I said earlier, 
when I saw that he went for the interview, I totally said, he's going to get memed. His approach was <laughs> outdated. That was, think about the interview he did with Torrey. People mm. came away from it feeling how they felt about it. But so, it Pina, when you say teenage, uh-huh. how old are we talking? What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I wish we had video on that moment. It was so good. <laughs> now, <laughs> to, to paint that scene, I looked at Peanut, and Peanut really asked that question like that, and then Mo just started laughing. <laughs> he just, he came, he had an outdated approach, mm-hmm. and I think this really... I know it hurt him more than it helped him, for sure. He definitely took a, a page out of a Kavanaugh's book. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, but yeah. they got one thing that ain't common. True. Oh, yeah. True. True. One's a judge and one's a singer. Yeah. So. <laughs> well done. Cause yeah. If you, yeah. You guys. Yeah. So yeah, um, that nigga's nasty. Um, it's about what I got, man. Uh, before yep. we get out of here, the last thing I, but I'm, I'm the host. I'll go last. Peanut, mm-hmm. what you got to say before we sign off, man? Oh, so I had a funny. Oh, thing. you do have a story. Yeah, I had a funny story. So um, right before I came up here, you know, I gassed up like I normally do to get out of here, and I saw there was like this little last like while I'm gassing up, there's like a little white car that was like halfway pulled almost into like my my the area where I was pumping gas. So I kind of walked up, I was like the fuck. And there's like this, like, um, you can tell she's super young, mm-hmm. light skinned girl with like looking like Lenny Kravitz and shit. Piercing all. <laughs> so Zoe Kravitz? Basically, that, uh, it might have been. I, I could have fucked that up, but I'm just saying. But anyway, but I was like, no. I was like, this is really weird. So she's like, hey, excuse me. It's like, yes. Uh, I have cash. Could you go inside and get me a jewel pod? I was like, no. A what? She's like, a jewel pod. I go, what the fuck is it? I go, I go, pod, I go, you mean like, and I put on my ear, she's like, no, and I was like, the fuck are you talking about, and she goes, you know, jewel pod, and she pulls it out and shows it to me, I'm like, the fuck is that, what is it, it was basically for vaping, okay, and I go, okay, and I'm kind of connecting the dots, I'm like, this bitch is underage, and she wants like a grown adult to buy it, and I go, let me ask you this, you're underage, aren't you? No, no, no. I, I promise I'm not. Big old smile on her face. I left my ID at home. Let me tell you this. <laughs> you I, go, I go, let me tell you this. Yeah. I have a great career. Yeah. And if I were to buy this thing, I could lose it. And yeah. I love what I do. So, I'm sorry. I cannot help you. Bless you your know. heart. I, Basically, I, it's kind of like, yeah, like bless your heart. Yeah. In another true. life, I think I, I bought a kid a beer. <laughs> I can say that girl is lucky yeah. she didn't run into R. Kelly. <laughs> 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 Nigga, she would have ended up with way more than that jewel pod. Yep. She'd have had all the jewel and then, no, yeah. You finna have you finna have a jewel <laughs> a jewel that I shows up every three months. No, but and it was funny because it was like she's like, okay, I understand. Thanks, and I'm like, okay, and I'm like I mean, she's right with Jesus. Hey, if you see her at school Monday, you got to write her ass up. <laughs> hit, the no, bitch no. With, hit the bitch with an ISS pixel and quick. Put it right on her forehead. And she, pull, she pulled into a parking space, and then she backed out and went to, like, behind the corner store. I'm like, what the fuck? She about that life. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> no, so I, I saw her pull up, like I said, right in front of the store, mm-hmm. and then she pulled around back behind the store, and I'm thinking like, okay, I'm pretty sure she lives in the neighborhood. If mm-hmm. she really left her ID at home, this bitch can go home and get it and come right back because literally the, the, the gas station is in the neighborhood. Yeah. So I went, because I forgot some shit at home, so I went to go get some nigga, stuff. Nigga, you, you, you was hitting her with the MacGyver, nigga? And so <laughs> literally took 10 minutes, and then I finally come back, and her car's still there. I'm like, this bitch is really trying to get a fucking... Could be T-A-B-C. <laughs> she true. Be, she might be undercover. Like, true. t capping. Yeah, and I'm kind of looking at her. I'm like, nah. You did the I'm, right. <laughs> Knowing is half the battle. Buddy. Exactly. So I was like, no, I'm, I'm good. So that was my thing that happened. All there. I was like, fuck this shit. Mo, before we get out of here, let people know where they can find anything you want to promote. Man, uh, you know, everything rates here on Instagram. That's my clothing line. Other than that, man, you know, that's about it, really. That's the shit I want to get off real quick. Listen, I don't want to be your fucking brand ambassador clothing line if I got to buy your shit first. Who's that? Who said that? It's not important, but if I got to buy your shit first in order for me to promote your stuff. Tell me off, Mike. No, I mean, it's not even, it don't got to be nobody specific. Mm-hmm. No, a couple of cool brands have been like, hey, here's your promo code to use immediately. People can get 20% off of our merch. Like, that's happened. And they're cool. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. That, that's cool. I'm yeah. with that. But, nigga, I'm not going to buy your shirt mm-hmm. to post it on my Instagram to get likes for you and then get my shit popping. Send me some shit. Send us free shit or the fuck you want. We make our own shit. And if you're going to send it, bro, please stop sending that bullshit. Get some quality tees, man, mm-hmm. if that's what you're doing. Nigga, if you hit me with a, with a Gildan tee. <laughs> <laughs> like my nigga. I like my three account high. For real. Nigga, hit me. At least hit me with the, with the, the $7.99 H&M tee. Let that bitch hit my body right. <laughs> Let that bitch lay on me. God damn. Yeah, man. Um... Yeah, South Congress Podcast, episode 59. Jeff Nace episode. Jeff Nace episode. Hi, Nace. Um, he's pretty nice on our posts and stuff. Yeah, he's a good I'm guy. I'm sure he votes for the other guy, but Jeff He solid. does, but he's a good guy. <laughs> Jeff solid. <laughs> he's a good guy. Bo, thank you so much for being a part of our show hey, this week, man. Thanks for having man. me. Thanks for having me. Um, last thing I want to say, um, the work matters. The work is important. Do the work. The work is important. The work matters. Do the work. Yes. For all y'all that do podcasts, please do the work. My man, my man Jeff. Uh do anything. Yeah. Please. Everything. My, mm-hmm. my, yo, my man Jeff um just did his first episode of his podcast. Nice. Um Jeff out of New York and um, Oh really? What is that? I need to listen yeah, to Yeah, um He's a good dude. I think uh they did like Captain Marvel review, but um mm. it's not gonna watch that movie. I, I liked it. But they, they did a review. It. Um Happy for Jeff to finally get his show off the ground. It's something he's been wanting to do. I think nice, he has okay. a great voice. I think he has great insight into this kind of stuff. So, so Jeff, um, a million salutes. Uh, next week, we'll definitely plug... A million and the, one. Uh, yeah, we'll definitely plug the link. A million and two, Jeff. Yeah, we'll plug the link <laughs> to your show because um, we know you're doing great work over there. Um, yeah, um, Haley will get us out of here and tell you how to become uh, patrons of our fantastic podcast south congress podcast episode 59 my name is cameron and i'm peanut and we're out bye want to support the show want a specific topic comment show or movie discuss 
Supporting the South Congress podcast on Patreon allows you to dictate the conversation. Visit patreon.com slash Seahawk for details on how you can support and guide the show.